Today we're going to be talking about the Lorcana set, the new Inklands. We're going to be talking about Pokemon cracking down on early product, Clark's Pokemon collab, and High Ground and Pokemon collab, and potentially looking at some Pokemon merch. See you in a second. What's going on, Cardboard Addicts? Welcome back to another episode. Today I've got Sudan and Grumpy here. We are hanging out. What's going on, guys? How you doing? Chilling, like vibing. Sudan, hopefully I'm right. feel better. I'm here. I'm a trooper. Hell yeah. yeah. I'm still here. What's that? Uh, that sick nasty hat you got on, Sudan? Wait for the pickups, bruh. All right, fresh oh, to death though. I love got it. Told. Got told. Hey, he, yeah, he did. He put me back in my place. That's I'm right. going to sit back down. Yeah. So you see, I do this. Don't get ahead see, of yourself. And then bro. I put you back down to see. I put you in your place. What's happened? That, that was hey, did you notice the new background? Did anybody notice? You got a new uh, background? No, you're uh, on our screen here. For those of you watching, oh. last week it was a wintry background, which you probably couldn't tell because oh. there's four of us. Now we got a Christmas tree. got rid of the snowman, and now you got the kiss Christmas tree. Yeah, the Christmas tree. Mm. The Cas Christmas. The Chrysler tree. Christmas. The Christmas tree. Yeah, because we're right. we're in December. We're rocking it. We now. are. We we're, are. We're we are. We are. And I'll admit, I have fully embraced the Christmas. I'm actually by a... by next episode, I might have a Christmas tree in this room. Wow. Me yet. too. Wow. I will. Uh, well, not like a real Christmas tree, but although like apparently you can get permits to go oh, get wow. them because we have real Christmas trees like like right out the door. So I might. Yeah. Well, I, I might actually. What do you mean you like... to, you got to get a permit to go cut down a tree? If it's well, on I your mean, property, I mean, if it's on your property, then why all me? You're like, but, you're like, please, Mr. Government, let me cut down a tree. Actually, hey, technically, you are tree. supposed to get a permit to cut down a tree. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess if it's a really big one. Yeah, normally, I mean, normally, if it's you're like a poplar like, that's like two. Nobody feet tells me tall, I live my life. No, I gotta pay does. for no permit to pull out a tree that's like two feet deep. No, like if you want, like, because you know. Go out to the wilderness, pick up, pick out your uh, your Christmas tree, like in the wild. You know, it's kind of like that whole rite of passage. It's an like old in, thing. Uh, do, the like in the National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. So I've heard. I don't remember that movie. I have the How? I have the biggest. You were like twenty five when it came out. I was like five when it came out. <laughs> I wasn't born, so. Oh, I think you were older than five suck. then, because I came out in eighty nine. Not to put you on blast, I was, but I was seven. You, you was you was old enough to have gone and seen it in theaters and recalled it. Mm. No, just good movies. You're like I I tried out for uh, the role of Chevy Chase's son, but <laughs> I didn't get the part. Dang, what's his name? Russ. These aren't these these aren't acting chops. I, I never was into the whole like I don't want to be unemployed and do acting jobs and you know <laughs> stuff. I worked hey. with Cameron Diaz hey. on the Wacky Dead. I think you're wrong on that one. Was she in that? I don't know. I don't watch that show. I don't think she I mean, was. I watched the first season of that. Was not. Was not. Anyways, Anyways I got a big old Christmas tree in the front of my house. You never I don't think you have a Christmas poster. tree. 
Well, it's a big, can. it's like one of them big old pine tree things. Like you have pine trees in Florida. It's not necessarily a pine tree. It looks like Palm a pine trees. tree. It looks like a Christmas tree, but it's not like a pine tree. It's They're probably just a June. It's got like those fern. little, the little, um, weird, like they're not leaves or anything like that. They're just like little, little sticks. Needles? Not necessarily needles. They're like little green needles. No, I don't, I don't know what the hell it's called. Pine it's a, needles. It's, it's massive. It's like the size of two or three of my houses. It's just enormous. Yeah, well, take a picture. I hope it doesn't fall down. Yeah, I also hope it doesn't fall down. Luckily, though, grandma's. <laughs> luckily, I think it's leaning toward a. It's like leaning towards the the street instead. The neighbor's of, house. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, if it if it if it actually falls, uh, you know about way, roots, right? Uh, it should be okay. I should be all right. I mean, if the it's street as big might not as it be is, right, those roots probably get to rip up everything and behind it too. Not always. Sometimes they're really not like poplar trees aren't very deep rooted. Eh, but if he's got a, this one's. I mean, line, yeah. Obviously, I'm just saying. Yeah. See, my grandma back in the '60s, they took their Christmas tree one year and they put it in the backyard, and that thing grew up to to where I yo, it was taller than me yo when I was. That's not kid. saying much. Yeah, but I mean, it was probably about a good sixty feet tall. By the time it, it was a good like, four and a half feet tall, just towering <laughs> over me. It was just you know this because you know how good I am with height, you know. But it was yeah. a good sixty feet yeah. tall, but it, what, it ended up choking was it itself bigger, with was its it, own roots. Was it taller than than Mav? Yeah, like 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 when you said you were like almost the same height as Mav, but you were really like seven inches difference. Was it like that or like? Is Mav here? Are you gonna believe him or me? I, mean, yeah, I, just, not I believe. I just saw the picture, though. I saw the picture. I believe. I believe my eyes. A- AI does a lot of funny things, you know. <laughs> it was AI, huh? <laughs> it could have been light angles, refraction off the swamp gases, you know. The swamp gases. Swamp gases. Oh, that's how they explain UFOs. All right. Anyways, <laughs> but that's a pretty oh, cool yeah. background there, Grumpy. That's that's mm, cool. Yeah. It's got some. Uh, some decked halls of bowels and holly there. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it's got a lot of that. Sure. And of course, uh, Zen still got his brick wall of grumpy. Like I was just like, I'm in my dungeon. Fuck all. This is this is the greatest dungeon ever. I uh, no, I'm gonna probably change it. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a more Christmassy thing uh, probably next week. He's or gonna add like a minute. wreath up in the upper corner, and it's gonna be all like, <laughs> just like just one tiny wreath. string of like tinsel coming across. The side's got the just, just like head. a couple lights up here, and it'll be all right. It's a scary picture of the Krampus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean that's like that's that's Christmas for you. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, uh, Lorcana. Yeah, tangent one. Lorcana. We keep talking about Lorcana every week. So well, it's. It's it's a big deal. Why don't you watch a Disney movie? Yeah, published two days ago. So this is fresh off the, the press here, sort of. Um, they're announcing their third set officially. Uh, now, they didn't announce a whole lot with it in the sense of doing a whole bunch of reveals, but uh, they're doing Into the Inklings. Um, so hmm. now you're getting location cards. Um, and Inklings I believe... or Inklands? Inklands. So Virginia thing? Negative. If you look at the screen right here, 
Okay, you see Stibby Ink Lands, you know. Yeah, you could uh, like you could probably zoom in on that. Zoom in on that website there. Just to help people. That's that's as there big as I can get it there. No, that looks uh, that looks way better, actually. Um, but anyways, uh so I don't know if they've announced all of the different cards yet as far as what's gonna be uh for the type of locations, uh, they just said that they're kind of keeping it with some of the original backdrops. Uh, so they reference here DuckTales and uh, Tailspin, yeah. all headline. Yeah. So, um, and they the post they made, I don't know if it's on this. This was one of them, yeah, Maleficent's Castle. Mm-hmm. Um, so they haven't really announced anything, as far as I know, kind of stating how this goes into play. But I imagine uh, it's kind of like magic and such. So you guys might be able to speak to that a little more than I could, of course, because I don't know anything about magic um nope no but so there's so there's uh there hasn't been locations before i guess this is an introduction to yeah locations. and okay. so that's the new thing with this set um i don't know if there's other new things coming oh but they'll probably like like arenas are in pokemon yeah. and stuff like that or stadiums and shit like that. okay i get it could be um and this is a new right here for those of you watching um so if you've seen the cards and how they break down this symbol here uh for the two is uh, an inkable, so you could put this in your inkwell, whatever. Uh, but this is the symbol that's on all of them. And then this is a newer symbol here. So this is uh, I, this might be the uh, the defense actually, but this oh, is newer. Uh, this is newer. They've never done this shape here. So you've got your uh, whatever shape this is. I think it's a hexagon um, with like this weird uh, thing. Yeah. Whatever this weird shapey thing is, almost like an eclipse or whatever ellipse, um, kind of surrounding it with it's a triangle a on top. But it's upwards, so it's not a raindrop because it's upside down. It's not a drop. It's a rain up. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Anyways, uh, they've they've shown that they've shown some of these cards here. These are just regular cards, though. So, uh, but they don't have know. that effect on theirs. Right. That's Do what they? I'm saying. It's a new. Uh, these are the original symbols here, right? So you've got your attack, your defense. Uh, and then your cost. So uh, it's new so seeing this the symbol. Castle. Right here. Oh, so the mountains. Castle is actually the new land. One well, of the, yeah. What the lands will be a part of this, which I'm assuming this would mm-hmm. be also some sort of attack ish thing. I don't know how stadiums or you know. Um, they're usually like they'll have like a specific like stat effect or specific types will gain a bonus. Or like if you try to do attack, it'll cost less to do this particular effect right. or something. I'm, like I'm kind of wondering if it is an attack thing because it says uh, so for the for the Maleficent's castle one, Forbidden Mountain, it says an eerie quiet sounds uh, surrounds the castle, but beware of the dangerous occupant within. So it could be some sort of like it's got this much defense and this much attack back, but this is an attack symbol for specifically the lands. But the two look above there, above the six there is at a different angle too. Like, isn't that a, a, a factor I, in the game? I'm assuming this is for when you're holding it in your hand and you're able to look, you could quickly reference it to this much cost rather than having to cock it sideways. That's just an assumption though. So if you look God. back at these, uh, that's you know how these ones are. Mm-hmm. I'm just assuming yeah, but- they went based on that for the sake of just kind of staying, you know, the course. I, I could totally be wrong, and you could be right that it being sideways means something different. Um, well, I mean, everything else is so. kind of facing, even the ink cost, all that other stuff is all kind of showing the same. So I can imagine, like, it's the two for when you're going to play it. Because what is those that, that what is that thing again? Your ink cost. That's your ink cost? Well, then yeah. What's that weird little uh, Assassin's Creed symbol then? This one? Yeah.
your lore, which is, and that's the thing they're kind of interested about is like, can this quest? Oh my god! So, so many things I can't even keep. Well, up. it's it's your lore, but it's not. So like in this case, Where's this is the actual symbol for lore, and this is different because it's um, what would you call that? It, inverted, I guess. Um, in the sense of like, this is filled with white, mm -hmm. and then this is empty. Yeah, I guess. So. Yeah. So it could be I a rarity. Yeah, like it could be one of those things. Like it costs you a, a lore to try to fight it. I, like you know what I mean? They they haven't announced anything, so <laughs> I don't know. To generate um, extra lore. But here's here's the thing. So Ravensburger states that each will work differently, with some giving you bonuses just for being play being I guess being in play, while others will need you to have your characters move to them. Some characters will also play off the locations like Peter Pan, Lost Boy Leader, to generate extra lore. Locations even have their own lore values, um, but we don't know yet if this means they can quest on their own or just augment how characters on them do it instead. So, you know, more to come on that, uh, but that is an interesting addition, um, right. and the, uh, the whole set is sort of focused around that. I can't imagine they're going to just do a ton of locations. I imagine mm -hmm. they would kind of implement a few at a time type of deal. Um, but I wonder, because as it says here, the 101 Dalmatians, I kind of joked way back, you know, like, what if they have a set and you just get all 101 actual donation, donation, <laughs> Dalmatians, and you can feel free to donate to us as well. We'll take these cards. Um, <laughs> but uh, Treasure Planet, we haven't seen anything so yeah, that's gonna be an interesting. And Ludo finally makes Ludo, an appearance. That's pretty cool. I wonder if he's gonna. Wonder how he'll appear. Like, is he an actual character, or is he gonna be like a support? It's a good question. I mean, it could be either. Um, you know, obviously we'll find out once they announce. Um, but you know, it is it is crazy to think that with Lorcana, it's kind of different than most other things right um in that like new tcgs pokemon whatever right when they come out with new sets especially for like whatever i mean obviously you can reference old but you're probably not going to go back so much as much as you are going to go forward like the backward would obviously be more like referencing older generational pokemon but right. you're not exactly going to go back and be like oh man this is based from kanto and all that kind of stuff unless the set kind of goes that route right. so like you know pokemon 151 um could have done something like that and it would have made sense but obviously it's more of a subset type of feel whereas with lorcana like literally everything they're referencing is from the past you know what i mean because everything is already made now of course as they come out with new movies and stuff like that movie what was it wish that just came out mm -hmm. like that could eventually be also implemented in this and it could also be implemented you figure like within a couple sets technically right. you know what right. i mean like they can kind of do that how they want but that's kind of the interesting thing about this is uh, I mean, people were talking successful. about, and, and I was going to say, like, people were talking about the idea that with some of this stuff, they're referencing, you know, obviously, uh, and this was the original post they made to kind of announce it here, um, but they're referencing, you know, some of the older, older, older stuff with these, like, you know, that's not just like the brand new, whatever, like Moana and all that kind of stuff. Right. And so well, it's, it's just interesting. Like, like, I mentioned it there, but I was thinking that way. Or I'm like, it's super cool that they've got, you know, Tailspin. Right, you know, you know all these other shows from you know that was in my childhood. I got home from school and watched these shows. These are the afternoon cartoons yeah. for us. Disney yeah. had that block. Well, and, and you know, I think this year, um, and I don't know how that works. So you know how like when things win blank of the year, like I don't know how that all works, but they won like TCG of the or not TCG of the year, but some sort of like 
TCG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was kind of surprised, mainly because obviously there's been a lot of skepticism and all that kind of stuff. Like nobody can play it? Yeah, you know, or get their hands on it in that matter. Um, like Gonzo, for example, he's been out on the hunt for um, just decks, you know, decks in general. Yeah. Like he just he's trying to be able to play in a tournament or something. And he went to a local card shop and they had the decks alone marked up to $35, you know? He just needs to work with Ren. Apparently Ren keeps finding all the things. Right. Well, and that's the thing. It's just funny because it's like, I was kind of surprised them winning any award that is kind of like more about the game and all that kind of stuff. Like it wasn't exactly like it, it was, you know, based on the idea of it kind of like, Oh man, it kind of hit the market and like, you know, people are excited, whatever. I don't know. I can't remember the exact award. So if you guys uh, can remember, you know, comment that down below, please. But uh, yeah. basically I, I was just surprised, you know, cause of all the issues they've had, you know, I was kind of expecting it to be one of those where there's so many asterisks next to it where you're like, uh, you know, right. Maybe not, you know, uh, I'm not upset about it though. Again, I thought that when they came out with this, it'd be relatively successful just because it's Disney. You're yeah. talking about I mean, one of the largest the entities in the planet, right? What? The most anticipated or something. No, it wasn't an anticipation based one. Um, I know that for a fact, but I don't, I don't know. It was something along the lines of like TCG of the year, basically. Um, but anyways, it doesn't really matter. It's just funny that, you know, they've had all the issues, but I, I do think like you kind of were referencing those suit on that idea that there's so much nostalgia around Disney, though, because obviously it's been around for like 100 years, you know, so you figure our parents could even see these cards and maybe they're not interested in the cards like that, but they could see like, you know, certain artworks and certain characters on the cards and be like, that's really neat. That was, a you know, I love that character growing up or something, you know, whereas Pokemon obviously is going to be a little less nostalgic past a certain generation you know what i mean um, i don't know i tried but, to show my mom some of those and my mom's could couldn't have cared less yeah, my parents, I mean, yeah my, my parents are too old they uh they probably just know mickey minnie and, and like pluto and right the Donald basics Donald, my Donald mom just Donald goes Donald. i i don't got time for that pokemon stuff right now right <laughs> it's, it's no difference to her it's just I mean, she you knows know, the characters but still I, I was going to say they would know the characters though. And that's kind of the difference is, you know, it's, it's harder probably even, I mean, obviously like Pikachu and, you know, right. certain Pokemon are kind of like that too, but it is kind of crazy. Cause like Disney to some degree is probably one of the most recognizable cartoon based things. You know what I mean? Oh, like 100%. it, it would be, you'd be hard pressed to find a non like third world country that doesn't have a good majority of people that can reference at least a couple people, you know? Um, but I anyway. imagine, I imagine that uh, Disney actually has more people that would be able to recognize a Disney character over a Pokemon. I would probably agree too, especially like, you know, Mickey mouse, Minnie mouse, yeah. goofy, Donald duck, like yeah. that original core group of Disney characters. It, you know, I mean, there's like blind people could probably recognize them, you know, mm -hmm. they've just been around so long. Um, but either way, I'm excited. You know, it is cool to see that they're already implementing a new uh, uh, mechanic within the game and everything. Um, and, you know, it's only their third set. Um, this set is supposed to release, I think. I think we said it was like sometime in February, something like that. Mm -hmm. So uh, be on the lookout for that. More news will be coming. Leaks, of well, course. Well, kind of... Um, fits on this because even like 
Digimon when they were hit by the time they hit their third set, they were introducing like new evolutionary styles and different tactics and different types. So yeah, it's it's kind of on par. It's kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, obviously, as the game grows, they're you know just like Pokemon, obviously with the different uh, gimmicks they've done and all that kind of stuff. Obviously, they'll 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 do different things, try different things. Um, so it's it's expected. I just you know it's kind of wild to see it because you know obviously we you know it's only what like six or seven months old right now like technically right. so yeah you know to already see it like kind of cool little additions you know it's kind of cool so uh poo the pi- or pirate captain that'll be interesting yeah. um so yeah i'm excited for that that'll be no cool. what's that video was that uh a, a <clears throat> um so this is just an unboxing of the disney 100 uh box uh, 100. so with the cool uh uh promos now that's funny so we got one of these boxes and we opened it and the box is like pretty big it's from a size just of like the one thing it's bigger than like an elite trainer box Mm -hmm. and all the cards and packs are right up in the top Mm -hmm. so much wasted cardboard like it definitely could have just been a tiny little display with extravagance over you know yeah i guess i mean it's it's the design of it obviously shows all the cards across the front and all that kind of stuff so that's pretty much what eats up you know right right and and i you could have just put the cards in there like pokemon yeah. does you know well, <laughs> at least like, kind of to take a look it, at but... like the the ultra ball and the great ball that packs those were when they did the hidden fates those things were a huge waste of space in there they were yeah but and they had a ton of like... packs like they laid them out a certain way where it was like okay well you've got the ball and you've got all the packs in the back or whatever yeah it was for... totally for you know for a yeah. presentation yeah. style i that's it took me a while to finally go, all right, throw it away. But, you know, it's still it's like, they, even like what, what was that? Uh, Shining Fates, when they did that one way back, they had, um, or Shining Legends. Oh, they the had big those, box. The yeah. big box. I'm yeah. sure those are the exact same way. I they have, have, I have four that of those. section of packs and stuff, you know? Well, the thing with that is kind of like the old ETBs. If you remember, the old ETBs were not built the same where... I mean, they, they were, right? They're collapsible like this. But right. the design with these is the stuff is on the inside that makes it not collapsible. So right. once you take that out, it easily collapses down. But the old ones had like a thing that went, or, I mean, it's still on the inside, but it was like, it's a little different because then on the outside, you also had this like insert. I, I only know because I just happened to be going through some of my stuff upstairs and I had an opened uh, ETB and I went to take out to look at something and yeah it was a nightmare putting it back together because it wasn't simple like those right i was like this is garbage uh so um but yeah it's just funny like you know how much they change because like those premium collection boxes you were talking about suit on i have two of those still full of like different um uh bulk and stuff and they're so they're sturdy as hell i mean they're actual boxes you know what i mean So well, I mean for at least in those ones they actually had like the long style like ETB style slot. I bet you the they made holders. well, I mean obviously they made money, but that was probably very costly to make those ones in comparison yeah. to like what Hidden Fates did and now they just kind of have like a slender box and and they're they're just you know it's huge 80 dollars. They're like enormous. Yeah. They, I mean they, they make great storage. So much space. They're they're good for storage. Like if yeah. you have decent stuff the to one inside. Well, minor 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 still sealed. No, so. no. The 151 UPC sucks ass. Like, yeah, it is actual garbage. I was really excited. Trash. 
these two right here Worthless. and like the, the other charizard one and all that kind of stuff these are solid i mean yeah. don't get me wrong they're probably not great for storage per se right. but like for like display storage like oh you can toss maybe some sleeves and a deck and whatever like they're solid yeah but the you, the 151 one is literally just like your basic collection box yeah, it is trash. Just wrapped in it doesn't even nice close or anything like that. Like it's yeah, it's flimsy you know, and flap just opens up. It's all like tis a crying shame. Yeah. Oh yes. Uh oh. You're right. Uh -oh. I have mine right here, actually. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I was like, I know I have it. Mm. So it comes in this sleeve. So you pull mm. this sleeve off. Yeah. Right? Yep. And so you're like, oh man. Oh, it opens. But yeah, it just opens. Like it's just like it's this is all flimsiest. Like, look at this. Yeah. It's not it's sturdy, only you know good what I mean? for what he's using it for is to store his empty packs. Right. Yeah. <laughs> trash. Yeah. <laughs> this is a trash box. But yeah, I mean it kind of comes to a point where like when do you stop start start eh, when do you stop holding on to those? Yeah, I mean I've been just being I mean you kind of just gotta away, yeah, you just gotta toss it. But like these ones, I mean you could definitely get rid of these, obviously. Anything is garbage if you want. No, but to, those are but... those are useful. Like you could actually put stuff in there. Well, and you know, and the cool thing is they're magnetic. So like, yeah, you know, you oh, you can't see it, but you can like get things to stick to it on the top. So like, mm -hmm. I used to have these sitting on it, and they would sit pretty well. Um, but yeah, like, why they have many you turn uses? Cameras, so we see less door and more of what's there. Because it's on my computer. Like the camera's mounted on my computer right now, so I have to turn the whole screen. And then at that point, like, I'd have to, like, yeah, I'm just being lazy. Oh, man. Look, you're asking a lot right. for somebody with zero drive. Oh, man. <laughs> um, all right. Well, uh, Pokemon uh, put out a, uh, a statement um, this week. And um, they're basically, uh, long story short, they're, they're basically going to be cracking down on... Uh, league and uh, stores and, and stuff like that that are basically selling stuff early and also using uh, league material in the incorrect way so <clears throat> i mean i'm just going to read this but basically uh, T tpci said uh, we're reaching out on behalf of play pokemon to update you on the following changes to our street date break and misuse of league material pro uh, policies we've decided to issue a fo the following informational message to all leagues with an understanding that moving forward violations of our policies can result in penalties up to and including the removal of the Pokemon League from your store or a suspension from all play Pokemon programs. That says street date break uh, include but are not limited to the selling, opening, and distribution of Pokemon TCG product before listed date of sale examples include fleet trainer boxes, build and battle boxes, and booster boxes. This date of sale is provided by official announcement from Play Pokemon, as well as being indicated by our resellers when purchasing product. It is considered a misuse of material to break street date and give it an unfair advantage to stores willing to break our policies which we consider disrespectful to Pokemon's values and the spirit of the game. I like and how then, they capitalize spirit or spirit yeah, of the game. <laughs> spirit of the game, capital. <laughs> because, because um, I mean, they're showing that they're, you know, they're for real this time, yeah. right? They're for real. So, I'm very uh, curious what the actual, like how, 
How will they track it per se? Like, will they send like informants? Like, you know, or yeah, I, mean, I, I, I suppose that if the, you know, some stores are breaking street date or something like that, like, I mean, obviously some of the stores will be advertising. They're going to be selling stuff yeah. online or whatever. Um, if they do it online, it'll be easy to track. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, if they don't do, if they do it, you know, in the store or whatever, <laughs> uh, it might be a little bit harder, but obviously less people will know that they're, um, doing it so it, they may yeah. not sell as much um so it really deters like a lot of the Just, sellers from doing which that is good stuff. i mean stop taking these promotional packs and opening them up to get whatever maybe rare them and sending them off to te- you know you're getting greedy PSA, and yeah. give them to the damn kids yeah, yeah. and that's what the next paragraph's all about it says yeah, sorry, of league materials uh includes but is not limited to selling Play Pokemon prize packs, selling league stamped promos, prize packs, single prize pack singles, or staff promos, regardless of source. Selling free promotional material provided by Play Pokemon for league participation, selling pre-release build and battle boxes before listed date for sale, or using pre-release kits for anything other than in-store events for attending players. You are allowed to sell leftover pre-release products only after the release date or if you're in a territory for early sales of products. Failure to adhere to these rules might result in loss of pre-release eligibility. Yeah, that. Um, (laughs) League materials are distributed to provide a fun, exciting environment for those in the community who want to participate in Pokemon events we consider the misuse of league materials a violation of the trust we want to provide in our community. You broke Pokemon's trust, bruh. Eligibility. There it is. You broke Pokemon's trust. That's 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 damn. We trusted you. They paid oh. for less. And that's the thing though that sucks is like we've seen that. I don't think personally I've, I've ever seen it in like a in a local sense, but we've seen and heard of such things like throughout the COVID time because you know obviously we didn't have the in-play play events and all that kind of stuff but I think like around that time stores were still getting sent some of the product and then all of a sudden you kind of like had like almost zero discretion you know because you kind of were just like I can do what I want with this you know yeah Yeah. like I'm the boss now I'm the captain and that's what happened you know and and the worst part is that was around the time uh well Vivid Voltage came out and that pre-release box had the charizard and uh, i think lugia and all that um so you know i yeah, i don't know that they ever did just... that staff promo did they or you know supposedly they didn't well there was a whole lot of like slow leakage type staff promos that recently popped up like within the last year that was all like is this legit why are they suddenly popping up and it's like well probably because they're like stop sending it out because of these jackasses like that that are going like hey there's a lot of staff promos out there. I mean, those get those get sold all the time. Um, well, and staff promos getting sold and all that is is one thing, but I thought well, this well, it dep- well, it depends though. It depends. Like, is the you know, it's okay if you are a store and you give your employees the staff promos because that's what they're for, right? Like, they're for staff. You give your employees the staff promos, and your employees decide they want to sell them. That's fine, but. Mm-hmm. 
a lot of these stores are they actually doing that or are they keeping the staff promos and then selling? I wonder how like this the guy affects... who runs it puts it on eBay himself. Yeah, you know? I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, well, I, you know, you've seen a lot of these non brick and mortar, you know, sellers that are get that have gotten a hold of these set of products. Does that mean that we're no longer they have to verify brick and mortar status before they are able to have said promotionals? I mean, I thought in theory you should have been that way anyways to be able to host mm -hmm. tournaments and stuff you know well, I, yeah, I don't provide. know how... yeah you're not supposed to receive any of like the pokemon play stuff unless you are a like which i don't know the process so i don't know how Same. much they verify so you but know. we definitely saw plenty of them getting a hold of it especially during the covid times you know yeah there was a COVID, lot of a lot of that COVID like period. oh well, a lot yeah. of that stuff. Remember during COVID, like I think they were they were still sending the stuff out to the stores, and then the stores could kind of do whatever they want with them at that point because there there was no gameplay going on, and so they would probably just sell them off to like you know their buddies or whatever, and then their buddies would you know put them on the internet. So yeah, yeah but I mean now that we're back to kind of normal, right? Um, these no, rules no, no, no. used to. They've always existed, right? Like these rules. That's why I'm curious why they put out the statement as if it's an update. I think I think it I think it was like kind of just saying like, hey, you know, like we're aware. these rules existed and they weren't being enforced, but now we we's are. hired the Poke Marshals. We yeah. gonna send them to stores and crack some. We should bring the full force of Pokemon against Gestapo. you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm just I'm really curious. Like, is every local place gonna have like a weird informant guy that just randomly shows up? Yeah. Like you know, papers, all, of please. <laughs> all of a sudden this guy shows up he's in a trench coat you know pulled up and he's all just like i'm just here to play he's, nah, you're just nah, like, it's okay. gonna be like bright yellow pokemon ears he's gonna be completely like no, he shows up as the ball guy no he shows up as the ball guy let well, me see probably, here. they're probably banking on, like, to the corners you know what i mean like they're probably snitches, banking yeah. on snitches right like well, so, like, and the dangerous thing with that though well good good i was gonna say if you have like you know, three or four stores in your in your area, right? And in this in one city, and um, you know, one of them's like, "Hey, I I play by the rules," you know. And then you got your competitor that's not playing by the rules. Maybe yeah. maybe this maybe this person's like, maybe I should just go let Pokemon know that these people ain't playing by the rules. I'm gonna tell Big Daddy Pokemon that you're not so playing I, by the rules. So I can get my money. Yeah, I mean, it's just gonna be saying? like a. They just need to watch YouTube, y'all. Like, Stitch, oh, look. get stitches, bro. Well, my thing was just like, if you have competition in general, and somebody throws out a false complaint, though, like, yeah. you know, that's where I, I would think it could kind yeah. of be dangerous. Well, I mean, I'm, well, maybe they have to know, have proof or some sort of. They're like, gonna obviously they're gonna sort of proof stuff. They're not just gonna be like, oh yeah, you, you know, somebody. Yeah, but like, somebody how do you really investigate it per se? Like, if it's all if it's untrackable in a way, like, let's say you don't. Like your your staff isn't very interested, and they don't pursue getting staff promos. So then you just sell them to your buddy, cash transaction. Like you know what I mean? Like how would you mm -hmm. prove that stuff? Right. Like I don't know. Because like if your staff Access says they don't want product, it, and did, who did you give it to? I guess. Where'd but like, you if get? They, where'd you get that staff promo? They like if your up, job lock if you up. If your job is like, hey, we're trying to boost morale, and so we bought pizza, and you say no to the pizza, like can they? Then complain that they didn't boost your morale what because kind of you an asshole says no to pizza. I'm just saying, you Might know, might be a bit gassy that day, you know. What kind of an asshole says no to a staff promo? I mean, I agree, but I'm just saying, like, if that was oh. the case, then what, you know, what if, you know? I but, mean, if it was a Raichu, I definitely would say no. 
Yeah, I, I would call Dude, Gonzo I'm a, I'm a FaceTime and I would stand rip it in half. No, I'm just kidding. I would never do I that. I like but. staff promos. I like collecting those. I do have one graded staff promo. Dip. I got a Nitto Queen staff promo, PSA 9, yeah. for like yeah. $15 because everyone was like, ew, Nitto Queen, who cares? It's probably worth a solid like forty five now. You can you can get a lot of um, like Pokemon uh, staff promos that are they're not like the really popular Pokemon. You can get yeah. them really cheap, you know. Yeah, God forbid they throw Charizard on there though. I was oh, just yeah. looking out of curiosity. I was just looking at eBay for the the Vivid Voltage one. Uh, mm-hmm. Raw is like five hundred dollars. Yeah. So I got a couple um, of, I got a couple Charizard uh, staff promos. I don't remember which sets they were from, but yeah. Uh, evolutions, I think, was one of them, and that's the really expensive one. Yeah, I don't remember if I have an evolutions one or not. I don't think I, I know do. during the peak, you know, the the COVID peak. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a PSA ten of that card went for like fifteen thousand mm-hmm. dollars or like ten thousand. Yeah. Yeah, you missed crazy. your opportunity. You should have sold it. Yeah, no, no, I don't think I have a. I don't think I have an evolutions one. But yeah, anyways, sadness. Yeah, mm. yeah, it is what Whatever. it is. Whatever. Hopefully the bad guys get cracked down upon. Yeah. yeah. Throw him in jail. Crack him in the knee. Bring the bring the full force of uh Dab him in the kidneys. Yep. The PP. Put the PP out there. <laughs> pee on them. No, oh on man. Please. Oh man, that all right. Yeah, no, I watched uh I watched a show called Oblit- Obliterated on Netflix. There's just a scene that is just has uh, Pokemon police. No, it's it's got something to do with the pee pee, and uh, it is not pretty. We're not, not that pretty. kind of podcast. <laughs> yeah, this is a no pee pee podcast. <laughs> you just uh, you know, just it, it, it. I just saw the episode, so I'm like, oh, it, it's in my brain now. All right, anyways, well, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> moving on from that. Uh, by the way, the show is actually funny and it's it's actually pretty good. But outside of that, yeah, let's uh, move on, on to Pokemon collabs. Uh, yes. So we've I heard we've got. Parts. Oh, we're, we're doing. We're, I, I, yeah. yeah, this was first in the line. It didn't matter. Uh, so you high ground. Switched it on me. You switched it on me because you said Clark's first and then high ground, but now you switched it on me. But <laughs> all right, I mean, whatever. It is what it is. It's fine. So we've got high ground here. I'd never heard of high ground until uh, it popped up that they were doing a collab, and I was like, you know, I wonder if this is legit. But it this was a Pokemon your, collab. You're not so. a computer nerd. No, not at all. No. Um, so these keyboards are expensive as hell uh for those of you watching you can see the prices sort of uh so you got some that are in the 145 price point uh these are play mat well i guess they're they're uh keyboard mats for 50 dollars. i don't know how expensive that is they are cool though i mean you got your pikachu you got your different balls you got your grass water um i don't exactly know what this jelly bag is it says pokemon plus hg jelly bag and it's gengar i don't know what a jelly bag is. Uh, Maybe but it's they for do... like a tablet or something. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but they've got all these different uh, keyboards. I like the, the different. I like the evolution uh, mat. Yeah, I mean, all of it looks awesome. I, yeah. I wouldn't buy any of it based on the mm-hmm. price. Um, yeah. But these are all really cool. I mean, I re- when I saw Wait, that were they those had this, these all the scale. That was crazy. I think these two are just up in the air. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know that, but but look at how small Eevee is. 
they're all different sizes. Yeah, they're all different sizes. That's pretty cool if they're all at scale. Sure. But these keyboards, I are like cool. it. I, I, I like only thing I don't too. like is there's no letters and numbers and stuff. Yeah, like well, I know how to type, but like that would bother me. <laughs> yeah, well, it would definitely bother me too. Yeah, um, but uh, they're kind of like more decoration, really. But yeah, I mean, for one hundred and forty-five dollars, yeah, yeah, I don't know. They're for the hardcore streamers. They look, they but, look badass for sure. Oh, they they definitely do look really, really cool. I would like. If money was no issue, yes, you know I would definitely at that least get the charge. Got no keys. Now, now, can you uh, can, can we look at the uh, the specs on that? Uh, sure, I'll just click on the last one. Now, there's two different ones. Is there there's different three different one? ones. There's okay. three different ones. So you've got the 145, 175, okay. and 260. Now that's why I was asking you before this. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. So you've got HG base. So right, don't know what HG stands for. Okay. HG performance and then HG summit. So we'll we'll click on the base. Gloss. Mm -hmm. uh, potentially, I don't know. All right. So yeah, you got the sixty-five percent uh, compact form factor. That's another issue for me because I actually like to have uh, more space on the keyboard. I like to have the num number the, bed. the number of, yeah. yeah the 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 whatever. Um, but they are hot swappable, which you know, I mean, if you're gonna buy this keyboard, you really aren't gonna be swapping the. Uh, keys the keys i mean yeah that would make no sense doesn't really make sense but sure um i mean you could make some now, weird frankenstein no, version no, of but, all but, the, but, but the the reason that they are hot swappable also is because you can take them out um you can actually change the internals on on the keys right so like for example you've got like the um uh if you go down the switches right so it's like pre-lubed uh ttc white flames uh switches or something like that right so like the the switches is like the inside part. So I think if you click on the the pictures, if you like scroll through the pictures, Danny. there might be some. There you go. So you've got the, yeah. There you go. So those are that's basically what your keyboard looks like on the inside. Uh, if you take the keys out, but so those you can actually take out and you can replace those if you want with like a different type of switch, different type of key. Um, and so gotcha. you know, that's you know that's a good thing about having the hot swap is you can basically just pop them right out. So there's that word, Sin. That thock. oh yeah, that thock, baby. Mm, <laughs> yeah. So okay, you you took in all these right here, right? You you've taken this in and absorbed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so now sort let's look at what the extra thirty dollars gets you. Mm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so aluminum plate, aluminum plate's good. Uh, you've got the ninja print lettering, uh, which is the same as the other one. Uh, the gator on. Uh, Gator on magnetic switches. Those are actually really good. Um, so let's see what those look like here. Yeah. So the Gator on switches, they're basically a different, uh, different switch. They sound, they feel different. They're, you know, all the switches, they all look, they all, sound, you know, kind of feel different and sound different. Um, I mean, so, to you, is that worth the $30? Well, yes. I, I mean, I'm, I have a, an expensive keyboard myself. Uh, not, not, this expensive um however i do have like mine is well hot these are probably obviously charged or charged uh uh more expensive based on you know like what it is being it's like a collab type of deal all that well uh, um, you know um these like i'm saying like versus if you went to like logitech or kind of like shop similarly oh, but tried to find price points yeah, yeah well i mean logitech is is like not they're not making keyboards like this or anything like that but um this has got a lot more written on it so i could see i guess it makes sense 
Yeah, so this one, this one actually has like a, an outside piece. Oh yeah, it's a full full CNC aluminum case. Um, so that one's uh, a little bit different. It's got some silicone socks. It's uh, heavier. It's got a lot more stuff on it. Um, it's thicker apparently, and uh, yeah, it's it's got triple dampening, which is nice. Yes. Uh, better know, better yeah. than double or single. I mean, double or single, yeah, definitely better. Um, what kind of switches does this one have? I don't see the, uh, the switches on there. Oh, let me look. Really? At the oh, uh, there, there, go up, go up, go up. Right. Oh, there you go. The high ground geo linear switches. So I guess that's their the own. high ground. That's their yeah. own switch, I guess. So, I yeah, uh, there you go. So these are you got different stuff on there. I mean, so all we know is these keyboards will beat Anakin Skywalker in the battle. They, so it's funny; all, these are all sold out ground, too. Yeah. That is wild. Now these ones are not, uh, yeah. and the Pokemon, the Pokeball one. So the the base one for Venusaur, Blastoise, Mewtwo, and the mm -hmm. Pokeball are still available currently if you are interested. And I think all of the mats. Oh, never mind. The Evolutions one is not available, but the other mats are all uh, and Pikachu, of course. Yeah. Um. I mean. You know, if you got the money, it, it's pretty cool. Like, I, as someone who's not at that level of nerdiness, you know what I mean? Like, I would definitely want to get Charizard. But scrolling through their Instagram one day, that one little video that was popping around where they had the people that were making the resin uh, encased yeah. keys for people that you could pop out. They're still up there. You could probably still get them out there. Yeah. And they're probably a lot more cheap, a lot more affordable, and a lot more fun than that. But I mean, it's fun, and somebody's like, "Oh, we could get a license and make these high-end ones." And yeah. That's well, what they see, did. I mean, like, I've got, I've got, uh, you know, I've got a nice uh, oh. Keychron keyboard, and the Keychron's actually like a pretty good keyboard that's like hot swappable. You can actually <laughs> um, five dollars kind of... at Dollar Tree. Nice. Sounds like you overpaid so... at the Dollar Tree, though. Dude, I mean, you dude, can dude. you can customize these. These are like kind of like on the um, the lower end on the pricing for uh, for customizable keyboards. Hmm. Um, what are these? But they're actually really the good quality. There it well, is. See, Mine's I just colorful. was saying though, like with with these Pokemon collabs, as we'll get into with other stuff, right? Like you're probably paying a marked up value based on the fact that it's a collab yeah. too. You know what I mean? Like, and you know, it is what it is. It, it's kind of one of those, you know, things that sometimes with these collabs, you're kind of not in the price point, the, 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 uh, the demographic that they're going for per se. Yeah. I mean, um, this is more along well, my side than, than would be skateboards. So true. I'm not saying you are in like more interested in this than the skateboards for sure. More so just that idea that like, you know, if you if you're balling on a budget and you're looking at getting a nice keyboard for your gaming setup, but your budget is, you know, not great, like this is probably not gonna be in it then. So so here's the thing though, like the prices of their of their keyboards normally, like their other keyboards that are all usually available, not not like the limited ones or whatever. Mm. Um, they're you're looking at like the base ones are 135. So really the markup is what, 10 bucks? Yeah, I mean, base ones, and that's what I, I obviously don't know anything about this stuff, so I don't know mm -hmm. that these are like really good, really not good, overpriced. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know anything about it, so I, you know, I can't really actually offer anything on that, right? 
Right. So I personally haven't used these, so I would I don't know how good they are. I mean, it's supposed to be a good brand. Mm-hmm. Um, the customizability is like the biggest draw here. Uh, but generally, if you're going to spend that much money on a keyboard, you're usually not going to like customize it too much more, I guess. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, the the markup's not that ma- that bad considering you've got like the whole, you know, like limited edition Pokemon thing going, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if, you, if you're going to get a high ground keyboard and you're into Pokemon, like it just makes sense to pay the extra 10 bucks. And- Sure. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Yeah. Like if, if I was, yeah. if, you know, and this is obviously to kind of put it in perspective, right? So I'm a gamer, but for consoles. So right. if I really liked a specific uh, type of controller, like, you know, obviously, you know, from a keyboard uh, playing PC perspective, you don't need a fancy keyboard to play games. It right. just makes it nicer, easier, more fun, whatever the case, right? right. This is the keyboard that I use to play games. I mean, well, I'd... You can just saying games on any. Bit. You can play games on any keyboard. I mean, there's no. That, that's my point, and I'm just saying, like, obviously, maybe you know, okay, these ones are better performance because of this, this, and this. So for certain types of games, you're getting a better reaction speed and a better feel, and insert list of reasons why you might pay a higher price. But that's where, like, in my case, if Xbox or PlayStation, whatever, came out with a collab controller um for like pokemon or something but it was marked up maybe a little bit for a specific type of controller i might be then buy the halo buy xbox it. that is not the point because <laughs> i mean they but, kind of think that, about that's, take the regular controller but no that, the halo that's the that's the the same sorry. the same point though i'm just i'm i mean right. that's the same thing it's it's that same concept though like for me obviously this is completely like it's cool to see these and stuff and i think it'd be mm. cool to have the charizard keyboard very but, like niche. I don't do the PC gaming, so it would absolutely yeah. be like way beyond my needs. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, like for me, it all just for me, it really all started with the fact that like, so when I first started my job way back when I had this old um, HP keyboard and keyboards back in the day used to be mechanical. And like they were naturally, they were just mechanical keyboards and they were cheap but they were mechanical keyboards. And so like they sounded like this. Thocky. They they sounded like that right out of the gate. And then that we went to like regular freaking keyboards that we have now, which like you get the quiet, five or, the five or $10 play. keyboard that comes in the box when you buy a PC or whatever the case is. Um, and then, but I've always liked keyboards that are the, the mechanical type because I that's what I got used to using. Mm. And so... Now I've had to go back to that, but now mechanical keyboards are expensive. They're yeah. not like they used to be. Now they're expensive because now because it's like streamers because it's, it's niche a, and it's a it's a special item. It's like a yeah. you know it's not your regular thing. I blame the statement. It's a status but, statement. Yeah. But you're you're yeah. also I mean like you like you said there is there are performance differences between keyboards and like switches and stuff like that. Yeah, so I mean like same are, thing with controllers and stuff like yeah. that too. Like you can. Do you need it? No. No. You know what I mean? Like, absolutely not. But, like, people who, you know, try to take it seriously and all that kind of stuff are definitely going to try to make the argument. But, yeah, you know, and, I mean, again, if, I mean, like if, if it's your money. Gamer, if you're yeah, a gamer, you're looking at, usually you're looking at, like, a keyboard with a specific, if you're looking for a mechanical keyboard, you're looking for a keyboard with a specific switch because that switch has a faster, like, input, mm-hmm. right? So, if you're like an FPS player or whatever, you, right? That, that's what I was thinking of whenever I was saying that before right. too. Because 
everyone on that realm, like when you're playing right. Warzone and stuff, especially the the PC players, streamers and stuff, everything, man, like the the computer screen has to be the highest refresh rate and this, that, and the other. I'm like, can you actually mm -hmm. see the difference though? Like, if you were actually playing, could you notice and actually be that much better? Or is it just like nope. I'm no, so and so said it? No, there definitely is a difference. I can tell you. I mean, from um. Not necessarily from like if you're if you're just standing there and you're looking at the screen, right? And your character's really not moving or anything like that. It's, you can't really tell the difference. The refresh rate though does help when you're kind of moving around, mm. right? Especially with an FPS game, if you're moving around, you get that screen tearing. If the if the refresh rate's not that great, or you get like ghosting or something like that, mm. um, so that is visible. Yeah, see, like a better it's just monitor funny because. Like when I first started playing first person shooters was like, like for real, like playing online was Halo three. And at one point, like I didn't have, cause the way our internet was, it had to be hardwired. Mm -hmm. Like we didn't have a Wi-Fi modem or router or whatever. So like I didn't have the ability to be like, Oh yeah, I'm going to like play on Wi-Fi. Uh, cause this was like 2008 or 2009. Um, so like Xboxes and stuff weren't built with it built in. So all these different reasons I had to use a, a cable and I didn't have, but like a seven foot cable or something. So like I had to play like right next to where the computer was. And obviously at that point I'm playing on, you know, whatever TV I can get in there, which ended up being like a nine inch portable TV. Right. So I'm just like, oh yeah, I can kind of see that guy, you know, like he's, yeah. he's back there somewhere, <laughs> like send it, you know? So it's just funny. Cause I'm like, I, you know, I obviously like, I have there's me who just runs right by him and he's yeah. right there. <laughs> Grumpy's like, Suna, why did you see that guy? Then he comes Sura, over and why are you teabagging me? me? Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and you know, what's funny because like you say, you don't necessarily need it and you don't, you know, you could, you could have a regular little monitor and play video games, you know, whatever. Um, but like, for example, I just went from a 32 inch monitor with, I think a 75 Hertz refresh rate um to a 27 inch with like 165 hertz refresh rate mm. i could tell the difference there's a huge difference and i don't play fps games there's a huge difference in the in the way that the you know monitor looks compared to that mm. bigger monitor um it's also easier to play on so like there is a difference i mean you right. know you go from you would you would think when you when you're really thinking about it you're like 32 inches seems a lot better than 27 but really when you when you get into it, it's not. It depends on what you're playing too, because when you think about it, and like if you're in Texas, that's why most streamers and stuff for like, especially first person shooters, most yeah. streamers are playing on a computer screen that's going to be more condensed. Not yeah. not to say it's small, but like at least right. probably like a 27 inch or something in that realm. Well, so you can because, see the whole thing. Yeah, like if you're playing on a 55 inch TV, you're going to be like, oh, we got all this ground to cover. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, because I, the, I played on TV. That was the problem. I, was I don't play a whole lot of the first-person shooters, but I like the more immersive games where it's like one of those games where I want that field of view and, where I'm like... And that's the funny thing. So, like, playing Spider-Man you know? when I was playing on our TV was a lot more fun in a way because it's massive. Right. You know, that like, I don't care. For that. But, like, when I'm playing even, like, sports games like Madden and stuff, you, you're trying to recognize stuff. So the less, like, moving of your eyes you have to do, the quicker you can get to it. Right. Um, so like I see things, you know, like the points people make, it's just funny when people make it out to be like, it's an absolute necessity. I'm like it's, yeah. it's not, I mean, but... <laughs> the truth is if, if you're not, if you're not a competitive player, if you're not a real you know, gamer, like bro, if you're not, if you're not competing it. in a league, right. you know? Yeah. Like this is like a job essentially. Yeah. No, yeah. No, for sure. I mean, you don't necessarily need it, but yeah. Are you but... admitting you're not a real gamer, bro? I am not a gamer. 
I guess we're you not. You have the top of the line, the HPS and the shoot shoots and the. You didn't, you didn't dedicate your life to the, this. Up the click thoughts, and that's what you got. Um, I I only play like one type of game, really MMOs. <laughs> and it's uh, what is the flavor of the week? Uh, right now I'm on uh, season of discovery, World of Warcraft. FF14, bruh. That Christmas event's about hey, to start. Hey, back on uh, off of this tangent. <laughs> I think it's keyboard. <laughs> we still talking? Uh, Pokemon merch? Uh, yeah. So this is uh, also not up, you know, my alley. I would never wear these. Um, but Clark's, uh, if you're into Clark's, they're doing a, they're a grocery uh, store. A collab. Uh, so they're not solely uh sold uh through the clark's uh, website although these might be more specific the pikachu ones but i'm not sure because this is on tilly's 160 dollars i don't know they're uh, kind of fly you kidding. like this i would i wouldn't know i would never wear anything like this yeah those are I, mean, boots. I mean that's a lie i probably would if like they gave them to me but I mean, here's the problem like, here's the problem they, wear them they don't have they don't have 13 they don't have a wide so this is a problem. Right they do here. look comfy as fuck, but they look also uh, quite they, uh, cartoony as fuck too. They they don't yeah. have wide. I don't I don't know why this makes me think of the cartoon Doug. Doug. <laughs> but anyways, I don't know. I don't... I, you know what the like the black one right there that Walby boot the black one. Yeah, that one looks better. I mean, it's definitely more of like an outfit you could put together. Yeah. I'm not going to. Like, no. Because I don't know if these are more expensive. Because, like, this design. They look like they're suede. This design's not these ones. So I don't know what this price point is. I heard someone say it was $300. Good Um, Lord. Yeah. So that brings me to my other point about this situation, though, is I like that Pokemon is doing these collabs. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I, I like the concept because I do think that that is unique. Like when they did the Puma collab and all that kind of stuff, except for the Puma collab was still also pretty expensive. I mean, expensive in comparison to like, they were $35 t-shirts or $40 t-shirts where you're like, "Mm." like it's getting to that point where like I'd buy it, but I wouldn't want to wear it. You know what I mean? Cause I wouldn't want to ruin it for the sake of it's a limited edition and expensive piece. Right. But they've done other collabs. collabs. I'll get myself some well, like, Velcro style. But and that's the thing that's kind of killing me. And I saw, I believe, Opossum Bud and a couple other people talked about that. Is like why for a you know a kids game branded type of thing, right? You make an anime towards kids. You make all these things towards kids. Obviously, you know it's not just kids that follow your um, your IP, all that kind of stuff. But why such crazy collabs? Like they had the one line, and I don't remember which one it was now because it was just, I mean you know like so crazy but shirts were like three hundred dollars like t-shirts why <laughs> you know like what, what do you do after that, that crypto generation everybody's got that crypto money and they want to get to it so i just they're gonna be that high fashion is a big thing but it's just weird i guess because it's so niche at that point in time we like, watch football dude we don't understand this i guess i don't know it's just it's just crazy to me because it's like i just to to make certain collabs, like I said, the Puma one, like they the Puma, I think they had uh, pretty nice uh, hoodies that were going for like eighty dollars. Eighty dollars is a lot. I wouldn't probably pay it. I, maybe be tempted to like ask for it for Christmas type of thing, but like I wouldn't want to wear it a lot because I'd be worried. Like, what if I got a stain on it or you know 
whatever. But, you know, $80 is not that bad in comparison to like a t-shirt being in the, you know, $200, there $300. Are two, two clothing slash apparel type situation that collabs that I will be interested in when it comes to Pokemon. And I mean this seriously. I mean this seriously. It's like they did something like with Skechers. Something that's on the price level that I usually would you know, shop at, you know, for mm-hmm. shoes. Because I'd look at shoes and that's something that I could be used as a utility, but you know. Why wouldn't they do that, though? You know what I mean? Like, that's to me would be not specifically Skechers, but like along that realm of like, oh, okay, yeah, these shoes are probably going to cost $50 tops. Like a, a the other one pair, 50 bucks. And this is funny because I'm a short motherfucker, but I'm also a big <laughs> motherfucker. But... <laughs> The big and tall. They need to get with the big and tall collab because that's the thing is, is they've constantly failed. I mean, I'm a bigger dude. I'm uh, I'm sure Zen can attest. He seems like he's got wider shoulders. So um, they, they, these shirts don't accommodate the larger size. You get maybe a two XL, and yeah. you get lucky. I mean, and then I and get you know, shafted with in comparison this. to being like an actual truly like yeah yeah right. So I'm like, if they did something like a big and tall, as I was saying, kind of stuff, do, you know, graphic tees with big and tall or something, you know, they, yeah. then I might be like, I could pull that off. I wouldn't. If it, It's just, it's gotta be my price range for me to go, okay, I'm interested in apparel. Well, and that's what I'm saying. That's what is kind of funny to me about it is like, obviously, right. The, the cards and stuff we talked about, I believe this last time, like if you're, you know, if you're money, if you're balling on a budget, that type of thing, you're already going to be picking and choosing what type of stuff you're going to buy and you know, whatever. But it's like, you are taking out such large groups of people, in my opinion, like your basic demographic audience probably has the expendable income to spend on Pokemon of maybe like a hundred to 200 tops, depending like maybe $500 a month. You know, so like they're probably spending it across different merch, TCG, whatever. Right. And that's, you know, I'm just kind of ballparking that, you know, based on most of the people I've talked to. But if you have certain items that start off at like one hundred and fifty dollars and it's not like it's it's clothing, you know, something you it's going to be a lot harder to flip, I would think, you know, clothing wise, mm-hmm. you're really cutting out who's going to be buying that automatically, you know, um, and like those. Cards, they can't cater to all different. Also true. I mean, like the Clarks to me were also very niche in that, like, you have to like that style. Yeah, yeah those are very I, niche. I don't like, like, I, if, if you know, if I came into a little bit of extra money, you know, in a couple months, or, you know, over the course of the month, and I was like, oh, you know, that high ground uh, keyboard, that looked pretty cool. Like, I'd be way more willing to possibly buy the keyboard because I could actually put it to use or just have it on display if I wanted to, like... There's so many things I mean, with that where I'd be a lot more like like Pokemon shoes, yeah, the shoes on display. Yeah, but I, I just I don't even like the look of those shoes. Yeah. Like those I mean, just if there look was weird to me. And that's just me. Makes sense. If the keyboard still don't make sense. Like yeah, I mean unless you're just completely dicky, like you probably play the PC you probably play the PC version of the uh the TCG online, right? Got me. You got me there. I, that's the only thing I can really go with. I mean, and emulators, I guess, which technically you're not supposed to play, but Pokemon's not supposed to acknowledge those because it would exist. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but you know, I mean, you know, and you're shopping online for Pokemon to some degree, so they probably are like, yeah, hey, yeah, might as well use it in style. Um, but, but I mean, you know, they need to do a collab with something that's like, as I said, something that's going to be, you know, the low. The problem is, side if they did thing. that though, like scalpers would probably blow that up. 
You know what I mean? Well, why aren't they hitting the children's section of the clothing shops then? I mean, it's True. Pokemon. It's got Pikachu on it. It's got Charizard on it. Scalp that shit. That's that's Arcane not a collab thing, though. You know what I mean? Like, that's not really a collab, so that's probably why. But, like, if they did an actual Skechers collab... Oh, like Heelys, for example. If they did right. a collab with Heelys, I, love I bet you that would be... Skechers are really the only shoes I wear, so if they do a collab with, like, Skechers and they do, like, the same kind of shoes that I like to buy, I'd probably get them. Well, and that's my point, though. That, like, I agree that that would be the, the better way to go about it. Yeah, you probably... the gel sole and the... The little meshy uh, on the outside. I, got, I, I need them to do a wide foot because I'm flat footed. So. They have wide. They have wides. I, oh no! Like, like in the Pokemon one, you know. If oh yeah, were, yeah, like, yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. We're we're in a hypothetical real yeah, world say, situation here. Just yeah. building the perfect Pokemon sketch of wide. Yeah, come on, they're gonna watch this episode. Yeah. They're gonna be like, you know what, big and tall. That's a good. I have. One. We're gonna I have do four that. Pair, I have four pair of the same shoes. They would you shop at a big and tall if they did a, co a collab with Pokemon? What's that? Would you shop at Big and Tall? Would if I shop at Big and Tall? Pokemon. Yeah. If they I did mean, a collab. I mean, I guess. I, I've bought stuff at Big and Tall before, so. I mean, they, I, I only pretty much buy their graphic tees when they have good ones. Mm -hmm. I'm tired of the ones that are like, I'd rather be fishing. I mean, that's not me. I mean, I get most <laughs> I get most of my graphic tees at uh, JCPenney, but yeah. They, 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 they got sizes big, motherfuckers. They no, they got a Big and Tall there. section. All my shirts are. That's Big are, and Tall. Yeah, but big and at, tall is a set. JC Penny, sir. There yeah, is big. But, there's several big and tall stores, like different companies that make do big and tall. There's yeah, actually yeah. one called Big and Tall. I know, and they have a section in JC Penny's. No. Yeah. Oh my god. Look it up. Tangent LLC. No. Yeah. No. This is the big and tall section. It's for big people. Or tall people. It's not a big and tall brand. We got reveals. <laughs> so moving on from this big and tall debate, yeah. leave, leave your opinions you on the big say? and tall down there. The uh, are the Jays no. the big and tall? We, we're, we're on to this here real quick. So when Shiny Treasure was fully revealed, we were kind of talking uh, about the well, no, this is just, just talking about the pricing real quick. Mm. So, uh, this is the Jap Japan trading card store. I don't know, it's, I was trying to find more of like a TCG player sort of official thing, but per mm. the prices I've seen, this kind of falls you know into that suit. So, uh, but this breaks down just you know in uh what descending order, uh, the most expensive to the cheapest, so on and so forth. So Five hundred and thirty-eight dollars. Five hundred and about forty dollars for the Iono SAR. At least um, it beat the Charizard. The thing is, though, I think I I like the card. I mean, I don't have anything wrong with the card, like against the card at all. You know, no, the card's nice. I just not personally don't. Worth. Yeah, I don't see this price. And this price makes sense. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't think any of these prices truly make that much sense. But Definitely. I don't see what's so much better, this card versus this card. Like, I think this card is cooler, personally. The Penny with the Umbreon by it and stuff, by Penny. Um, I think that card is way cooler, personally, than this Iono. I think the Iono is also well, a good card, You just though, screwed right? it up. Now it's going to jump in price just because of your word alone. I, I mean, I am that influential, but... Behold your power. This is the type of card though, like these, this weird price fluctuation thing is to me where like you get such weird artificial prices and like, 
You know what I mean? It kind of screws the game up because I don't, I mean, I don't really think this price is a good price either. You know what I mean? Like I like this card, whatever. What's the Mew? Uh, the Mew is 140. Then it drops to the booster box, which is about 92. And then the Nimona or Nimona. Yeah. Nimona for 51, so on and so forth. Like, I think this card should be higher for sure. Like, yeah, I thought that one in comparison higher on the um, raw side. Now I get it's a Clive based card, but I think it's cool. You have all these other trainers, all these other Pokemon. Like it's just a much more fun card than this. Like, I don't know, personal opinion, but I don't know. I think this is one of those weird situations where like it doesn't qualify for the waifu tax. I mean, they didn't get their paperwork in in time. The thing is though, like you could argue that because there's one, two, three, four, potentially five. I can't remember on this like waifus, you know, like you could argue you're getting more out of this card than you are this one. You yeah, know? but they want the one-offs. They they want that fold out. They want that center fold. They don't want the. the <laughs> They're getting shot. weird, man. You're getting real weird. <laughs> but I'm just saying, though, like it's just funny, it's like seeing some of these tag. prices. Um, now these are all much more reasonable. Now again, these prices are a, a week after the set just get released, so potentially most of them will go down a little. They're going to fluctuate a little, obviously. Um, but it is interesting just kind of seeing the prices. I just thought it would be fun to look at these and kind of talk about it really quick. I mean, most of these are pretty affordable, you know, like yeah. once you cross to like this threshold, you're like, okay, cool. I don't know that I'd pay $50 just because it's one card. The set just dropped. Then you're automatically at like 140 and then you're kind of like, all right, eh, you know, um, now the Charizard here, you, you assumed the Charizard would be expensive, you know? Um, I am surprised about the Gardevoir, but the Gardevoir is $140 cheaper at $147. So, you know, whatever. I, this is just so crazy. shiny ones, too. So it's like, yeah. And these are just like, as you said, it's a week out. They're going to all start flexing here a little bit more wildly. You're going to see like some are going to jump higher than the others. Now, the thing that's crazy, though, is like the boxes aren't that expensive. I mean, they're more expensive. Obviously, we're in that new era. The prices have jumped up a little bit, inflation, whatever. But like on eBay and stuff here at the current time, I'm pretty sure you're able to find it under $90. So like, obviously, we don't know the pull rates. Um, that would be another obviously deciding factor. Um, I would assume based on that, this is a really hard card to pull. Technically, we don't really know. You know what I mean? Like, it might not be that rare in it. The you know, last, but the last shiny set was going what? They were like 120 or 150 or something like that. Um, for the the last shiny set, shiny the star boxes, V, the boxes, yeah. Uh, so I think shiny star V. That was. I remember. The... I remember. I got a bunch of uh, other languages just because like those were so expensive. Yeah, so Shiny Star V, I think, was the last set where if you got your pre-orders in and all that kind of stuff, you could still order it through Amazon Japan. And it was more expensive yeah. than normal. So at the right. time, right before COVID, all of your uh, special sets for Japanese, so like these 10-pack, 10-card per-pack type of sets, were like 60 bucks, you know, roughly. Um, and then the other sets were more like 55 50 whatever. Uh, but Shiny Star V, I think, you could get it for like under 80 or 70 bucks roughly because i remember i got three and at the time i wouldn't have been dropping crazy crazy money like that so pretty sure i got them pretty good deal now obviously i think right after that they soared 
you know, because COVID like fully, fully hit. And I think they started shutting down like the import stuff as much. So it really affected things. But in this case, like this is kind of like your new norm, unfortunately. It sucks, but it is what it is. Um, Does it take I, into account inflation as things have been or do they not? What do you mean? Because, I mean, there's been a massive inflation that's been occurring across the board everywhere. So it's just like, is this just kind of a plot product of that well, as well? Remember, they increased the prices for one. So, yes, you know what I mean? They, across the board, they increased prices, but, but their price increase. It doesn't represent a proper price increase. No, God, no. Their their price increase basically was like, hey, MSRP for us is like $41. Now it's going up to like 46 or something like that. Because we went over that. That was a big thing that Japan did it first, then we did it or whatever order it was. But it was it was a small increase. Like it, it was it was an increase nonetheless. Let's just say it bumped it up to $50. This should not be at $90 a week after it's released, though. Yeah. <laughs> Like that's what so sucks. That's just hard well, to actually, StockX, interestingly enough, StockX got them uh, at a decent price. Um, what, what is they got? Thing? They got two boxes for eighty-two bucks each. Yeah, well, that's what I was saying. You can get them. This is I just pulled this side up only because mm -hmm. it had the singles. Um, so I was kind of like, I can look at the top singles and go down. Uh, this site by no means is one I've ever shopped from. I don't know any validity behind this site. I literally was just going for the, the price points on it. Right. Um, but that being said, yeah, like you can get this, the boxes right now, like in that mid eighties, maybe even on a good deal, like about 80 bucks. And then on top of that, they're, you know, some of those are doing, uh, we talked about it. Um, the, the, uh, where the shrink wrap is cut yeah. and they're selling them for like 70 right. up to you. If you trust that, you know what I mean? That situation. But no, if you actually, buy through, a, I mean, if you buy through a reputable seller, you know what I mean? Like, do your due diligence. I wouldn't trust it on eBay probably too much. But yeah. anyways, I just thought it was interesting, these prices. I mean, because this, you know, the Iono is absolutely absurd. $540, roughly. $500 at all. That's just absolutely insane. You figure for that price, you could buy five plus boxes. You know, not to say you're going to pull the Iono, but, you know, you never know. You could. Um and then the Charizard again, two ninety. Again, I think that's really crazy. Like if if the Iona was like one hundred and fifty, the Charizard was about the price. You know what I mean? It started at like one hundred and fifty. I'd be a little bit more like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. But they keep having this weird one offs. You know, mm -hmm. this like crazy outlier. I think the black, the ruler of the black flame. So like the the Japanese version of the um, Obsidian Flames did the same thing. The yeah. Charizard Sar was like three hundred dollars, but then the next closest card was like one hundred and twenty, and then it's like like crazy staggering down and it's just like why why is the one card just so expensive then you know right right it, it just makes no sense and I, this again to me like this whole generation so far i feel like has had way more um like scrutiny about it like people didn't enjoy the games as much and and people didn't really like i don't know it just didn't seem to have the same vibes like sword and shield did and then of course before that sun and moon whatever so I feel like there's just a lot less validity behind the hype of certain people like Iono. It just seems way more artificial, you know, like the, um, uh, uh, what was that character? Um, the first one, the first card in the base set that blew up. Mm -hmm. I can't remember oh, her name. No. Miriam. Miriam. Yes. That card. Like you're talking about a character you don't really interact with much. 
Right. And it was it was going for like a thousand dollars. Why? Right. You know. Yeah, so I, I, just, to a degree, I think they're just kind of picking. Style. Yeah. Well, style. sure. I mean, yeah. I guess the the artworks. You're kind of right. They are a little bit more like of that same style. I, it's still just like I don't know, like personal preference. I really like this penny card. I really like the Clive card. Um, like this is a card. I mean, I wouldn't pay this price for it, but you know, I could see it coming down over the course of the next like six months and becoming like thirty dollars. Mm. And at that point, I might actually be interested enough to potentially buy it. Mm. Same for the Nimona. I think all of, like the Arvin and stuff are nice cards. I you know, like I feel like these are all awesome artworks. Still, you know, like right. I, I just don't see this one as being, you know, the Mona Lisa of the group, you know, like, I don't, I don't think I'm going to pay, you know, seven times the price for it or whatever the, you know, the math ends up being. It just, mm. I don't know. It's kind of crazy. Um, right. You know, so, and just seeing these numbers, you know, I figured for one, you guys might get a kick out of seeing that the Charizard isn't the top set or top card of the set, but you know, just seeing the, the absurdity behind these cards. It's hard to trust it anymore with the waifus, all the stuff, the fact that, you know, any card could jump up. Any card could, you know, be the bottom. And it's funny is Charizard's not really driving itself, even though we complain about it's, you know, being everything. It's not driving its own popularity anymore. Well, I wonder when it comes to pricing. If they didn't put Charizard in this set at all, right? Like, let's say they just chose a random uh, Pokemon, not a starter, not, you know what Spence I mean? Like, fish. sure, let's just. Put every you know the cards for Charizard. Put something. How much that affects the cost of the box, right? Because skyrockets, dude. Iona wouldn't even be the top spot. It'd be like a thousand dollars for that first set because Stunfist, dude. But like you know, I think about it like this, right? If you if you were looking at it from an investment standpoint, and you were like, oh man, you know this set has a has this in it. So I should probably buy a box to keep sealed or a case or whatever the case is that you're trying to go for. Yeah. You're probably not going to be like, oh man, they put Iono in it. Like solely based off of it being Iono. Like if you, if you know the, what's currently happening, you might think that, but like from a longevity perspective, right. Iono is a new character. So like mm -hmm. technically has no foundation to stand upon other than it being a Pokemon character. But like Charizard has obviously the history that it has. So you, would probably in, invest in it based off the Charizard would be my take on it. You know, same thing with the ruler of the black flame set or obsidian flames, whatever the case may be. Yeah. But it's just weird because it's like <clears throat> based off seeing those prices, it wouldn't be based off the Charizard then, you know, like it would be based off of the Iono. Right. Because it's just like twice the price. Right. So it's just weird, you know, like, and, and that's the thing, like, I'm curious if people were like, oh, I'm going to buy this setup and hold on to it for the sake of, you never know if you're going to pull the Iono, like in 10 years, are people going to look back and be like, golly, that Iono card, or are they going to be like, man, that Charizard with, you know, the way it was, you know, like, I would imagine it would be based off the Charizard at that point, you know, I, but who am I, you know, I mean, obviously, you never know what could happen. I, you know, I'm, again, I don't think the card is a bad card. I just, don't think that specific card warrants $500. It doesn't hold its weight in what it's what its value is representing. Right. Unless like, it's a genuinely playable card. I I, I mean, even the then, thing is, these are reprints, actually. So they're not going to be any new viable cards. The, these the, are just um, variants. Yeah. So I, yeah, I mean, I guess technically the Iono card from the other one might be the same, like from a play. It should be the same card playing, um, I think, unless they did do something different. I don't know. But I that don't being know, said, how many, 
how many times do you hear people actually talk about the playability when they're talking about the value? You know what I mean? Like it's well, 99% of the time, just the value, not, not the play. Ente is going up. What is the Ente was going up because of its value on the playability side, just like the Ryko was valuable for a little bit there. Now. Ente's, yeah. But you know, so like the, the, it's the very play, minor, but it's there. The value, the value based on playability is usually not Maybe. in the hundreds of dollars. Um, you know, like right. you're talking you look, about like a four dollar card goes to ten. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. if you if you go back and you look at like playable cards, yes, you're looking at, you know, maybe a hollow or something like that. Whatever that's, you know, going to end up well, being a, a four dollar um, card. Pokemon Center Lady was like a relatively player uh, playable card. So like the full art went up, not not crazy, yeah. but like. You know, between that and like the waifu surge, it went up like yeah, yeah. was like sixty seven. Jirachi, Jirachi playable mm-hmm. that wouldn't a hollow. Some of those jump up in price from like the yeah, old sort. Yeah, those, I mean those are that's kind of like the ones I was talking about. But like those are you're talking about a reasonable, but you they're, know, cost, they're like though. thirty bucks or forty bucks. I mean, like and granted oh, that, that is a lot. That's a lot for a hollow. But you got the 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 Rushizard was very very playable and that jumped up, but that's also Charizard. Well, you're also getting back into like that's not just a hollow though. That's a, a yeah. GX and then yeah. full arts and you know rainbow and you know you like you're the staggering steps there. But yeah, like that's the thing. These most of these playable cards, like when someone's like, man, that one trainer, like that one hollow trainer, whatever the card is, is pretty playable. People are going after it on like PCD sure players. Like, oh, a pretty high like, point. I'm not saying it didn't. I mean, if, if Zen's right, like let's just say it was f- fifty bucks, right? I I'm not probably gonna pay fifty bucks for a Jirachi, but like. I mean, I think it was just a normal hollow, and I don't mean it was the GX. It was, it was a normal hollow, yeah. That's the thing. I mean, it was, was like that's what I'm saying. It was pretty high for a hollow, but I mean, of course, it was also a pre-boom. It also was high for a hollow, just based solely on the fact that it was so so playable, right? But that's the thing. I just I feel like today's talk is obviously typically way more investor value, not playable value. Which which is sad. I mean, it's a TCG, right? Trading card game, so it shouldn't be an investment. <laughs> I've been all. arguing yeah. this since we started the podcast, man. I've been like, it should be based on the playability, not on. It's it's the strangest thing. Charizard is the only one. It's an anomaly that uh, the character it, itself is one driving. The thing is, the right? Value. So, like when we talked about it in our friend group chat, and I I showed you guys the picture that uh, I think it's Moxie's card shop or whatever it is is selling those the. Um, unwrapped version of the the boxes. So the the shiny treasure box, unwrapped, no shrink wrap. You're taking the risk, whatever. And I didn't know what that had meant as far as the why, because I I bought them before, but I bought them through Steel, and you know Steel bought them from his guy, and I opened the one box and it was fine. Um, and add in your your uh, I guess explanation for that. I don't know Zen. You could also add in yours if you know why. But Sudon, you gave an explanation in the group, which was. Why they cut especially the to stop them from re- reselling? They do it at the shop, right? Like if you go to Pokemon the Center, they... yeah, they do it at the shop. Yeah, and and so it's basically it... it's basically to to de incentivize de incentivize. I explained shopping. it, and then now that just basically that, said the same thing I said. Is that um is that something they always did, or is that more of a new thing? Uh, that's I new. That's, that started. Yeah, that's, that started like COVID. during the pandemic, almost. I think. Okay. Yeah. So I just remember uh, Smokey replied about basically kind of like, "Oh, so they're the only ones who can make money off of it," and I get both sides of that, right? Like technically, if I buy a product 
I can do whatever I want with it. You know what I mean? If I go outside mm -hmm. and light it on fire, if I immediately put it on eBay, like nothing is unjustified because I just purchased it. But at the same time, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of one of those, like, I, you know, I, I would assume it was no surprise that they were going to cut that. You know what I mean? It wasn't like, you know, you had no idea you're buying a sealed product and then they just pulled out a machete and chopped it in half. And they were like, and there you go. Have a nice day. You know what I mean? So that's the thing. Like you go into it knowing what you're getting into. Hence, these people then know to cut yeah, the cost on the on the product. But it was their way of trying to deter people who were just going in there just to buy it, to buy turn it, around yeah. and resell it. Because that was a lot of people. Yeah. The, 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 the you know, stay at home dads that don't have a job. Uh, they, they, they're the kind of people that are going into those stores that are buying them up. Well, and they were like, nah, we don't want that. We want to try to get this to the players. Right. And that's the thing. Like, that's what I, like, I, like I said, I see both sides of it. I just, I prefer the idea that they're, you're trying to, uh, deter people from trying to go in there and buy up all the product because if they can't sell it as a sealed product, now you have a risk next to the purchase. So people are going to be well, you know, not as willing to pay for it. Slash, they're going to not make as much money. I like that only because they put that in for a reason. Obviously, if it wasn't something they always had, like if Pokemon Center wasn't always like, hey, you buy this product, we have to cut it open for you. Then it's implemented for a reason, you know. And just like, you know, the thing we read earlier that they're cracking down on the, the league play stuff because you got people doing scummy things. That's the problem. We're in a, you know, a, a marketable world, you know, that that world of if I have it, you know, supply and demand, you know. It falls in the same line of like when they were getting the autographs from the artists and turning around and they like, nah, it's got to be it's got to be personalized. It's got to be personalized to you. You can't just say, man. Yeah, yeah well, it this way, and that's know? that's the thing. I uh, I get that too. I think that's probably more dis discretion of the the uh, the artist. I would think. I mean, right. if the artist yeah. doesn't care, they can do what they right. want. I suppose. Now, I mean, obviously, Pokemon could technically, if they're hosting this event or sponsoring it or whatever the case is, could kind of be like, well, that's a rule we're implementing. Also, right. like it's bylaw type of deal. But you know, I, it is one of those things that like it sucks that it's not even just like a fair market though. You know what I mean? When you really think about it, like, okay, the, the product we're looking at is Japanese product. It's over in Japan. None of us live there. Okay. So we're at a disadvantage to obtain it. So, you know, and vice versa is the same, you know, I'm sure over in Japan, it's harder to get the English product and same rules apply, but you know, it's, it's that crappiness of like that supply and demand is not exactly fair marketed, you know, like buying the stuff off Pokemon center and all that kind of stuff too. Like, botters and all that stuff now you could always say well if you can't beat them join them but like then you got to pay for that stuff and know how to do it and these different things and it's like again you're still at a disadvantage like you might not have the the funds to be able to go that route the the knowledge the whatever and, and it's just like it's all that it's a disadvantage you know what i mean um it, it's not it's you're complaining about something in the first world sense so it's like nobody cares per se first but it's just problems. you know it's just funny that like there's people on both sides of this that are probably upset. You know what I mean? And so it's just, it's interesting, I guess. Like I'd love to have a group of both sides and just like hear an argument back and forth, like an, a sophisticated de debate. You know what I mean? You know what else like, is interesting? What? Whoa.
That's not the Probably official ding, yet. ding, ding. I mean, we can I be. I don't even know if there's an official ding, ding, ding. Sudon's got the official ding, ding. Oh. Remember last Sudan. time? He didn't, he didn't have his... Yet? Yeah, we can be. All right. <clears throat> <laughs> Breaks out the official ding, ding knife. Nah, this is just the one that was nearby. This has got a little bit of fudge on it. I, obviously, I, I didn't think it was an official one. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, sir. Hit the ding ding. Oh, yeah. Pick up Sir DeWee. Pick up Sir DeWee. Do you want to go first? Sure. I didn't realize it was going to be such a production. I thought it was just going to be like a lean forward for his head. Nobody liked that laugh. I got this wonderful hat with the greatest band of all time, the Crash Test Dummies, because I, last week, attended their concerts in Denver, Colorado. Well, actually, there was one in Colorado Springs. I went to that one. It was a swell evening. And then I went to the one in Sunday, and it was in Col- Denver. Swell evening. I got... Oh. It's my VIP pass, because I was VIP, but I got... The Crash Test Dummies Jingle All the Way album, signed by the band, CD, because that's what they used to listen to music on, kiddos, CDs. And then I also picked up, in cardboard, the vinyl of their second album, God Shuffle the Feet, signed by the band which is super cool. This is my favorite band of all time, The Crash Test Dummies. And then I picked up their first album on vinyl, signed by the band. So, yeah. Stick. It was a a nasty weekend. Hell no. This is going to go up here. I'm going to remove some of this pokey crap and put some of that up there. Wow. He said it. He's no longer a Pokemon fan. No, it's just going to go in a better place place so I can see it. It's not behind me anymore. But, yeah, that's what I picked up, and uh, I had a great time. also got this box of NyQuil and DayQuil um, because I'm feeling like trash. But it was a great night. It was a fun time. I They played my favorite song of all time. So I can die a happy person. Nice. A very cool. sad and lonely single but happy person. Okay. Uh, I'm glad Zen, you, you laughed at my plight. Zen, do you have any pickups? Uh, I picked up some acid reflux pills. That's about it. Sick. I'm really excited to get the pickups. Yeah. So all right. Like, I thought you might have had some. Just a few cards I have picked up. Uh, so this was all from one order. Oh, the champ. Nice. Yeah, this is uh, a card that I did is- not have, and I didn't even know it existed. So I was like, oh, I bought these all from the same seller on eBay. So that's. That's how I ended up with these. Um, mm. Got this Zapdos. I believe this is from the 151. Uh, and then the Japanese Gold Charizard. Now, in uh, person, does it look as bad as... No, because you can see the texture and stuff. It It's still not great, but I, I the gold is what kind of kills me <laughs> about all of these. And I like we said with the last week's episode, the... Um, 
that new shiny treasure or yeah shiny treasures version of the golds not a fan uh i I like that they're trying something new you know but i think it might make them pop but i also haven't seen them in person yeah i mean seeing them in person is definitely a game changer you know what i mean like it's kind of hard to sometimes judge them when it's just a flat picture but seeing the texture and stuff definitely adds a little bit to it but still um but yeah got those on a good deal so i was happy about it and it was all from the same seller so you don't got to worry about all the different shipping and all that kind of stuff um and they added a nice little note that's one thing i've been noticing through my ebay's uh they're adding a lot of you know nice little thank yous and stuff they used to give you a little bit of extra stuff you know maybe an extra junk hollow or something like that but now they're just adding extra notes trying to get you to rate their store and all that kind of stuff i like the effort but it's that's uh, it. pretty neat yeah it it's is. a it is uh rare when you find that but it's like hit or miss you yeah know, some people do yeah. some people don't but yeah. i don't know do you got anything zen here you said no I already I said I, I had. To, oh, okay. I did get my Lorcana stuff from Ravensburger. So, oh, there you go. Uh, but nice. it's not in this room. I forgot about that until we sat down to record. Yeah, he um, didn't so. want to show us the the one hundred box. He's like, it's already open, guys. Yeah, we could have yeah. seen the box. You could have showed us. You could have been examples of what you were talking about earlier. You've been seeing technically, technically, I took a picture from my Instagram. Hmm. Oh well, so that. you could look at that, but well, you know. Uh, they might be listening. So how? How? Who is they? The cut. The audience. The ones listening. I would, I would hope the audience is listening. They would want to listen. They might want to see it if they're listening. All right, we'll go so check out my Instagram. Put links down below. <laughs> I, I ain't got a way to show you them without it. So, uh, anyways, I think you should try to be better. I will next week. I'll have the empty box for you, unless it's thrown away. But I'll try to have it for you. I know it'll make you happy. Nothing will make me happy. All right, Zen. And on that happy note, thanks for hanging out with us. We appreciate you. Make sure you drop a comment. Let us know if you're happy. All right. If you're not happy. Dorea beef ramen. You know, sorry. What was that? Dorea beef ramen. No. At Del Taco. Mm -hmm. Never ramen. Mind. All right. 